right, I want to play another quick game. I'm going to put a phrase on a screen in just a moment. Bryce is, but we're going to have a blank there, and I want you to help me by filling in the blank. Okay, let's do this. We've got a couple of these. Here's the first one. Can you help me? Blank is the reason for the season. Yeah, y'all, my goodness, did y'all read the... <laughs> y'all are so good at this. All right, exactly, yes. Jesus is the reason for the season, all right? Now, I've seen that on a bumper sticker or some uh, maybe little pins that people put on their sweaters. I've seen that before. Um, it's kind of a catchphrase. We, we hear it often during Christmas time. Here's another one. This one might be a little more tough. Let's see. Are you ready? Don't take blank out of Christmas. Christ, right. Yes, don't take Christ out of Christmas. Y'all nailed it. Y'all are excellent. Um, you are the champions of this game. I have also seen that t-shirt. Actually, uh, saw it on a, on a, on a lady last week um, while I was shopping. And man, did she look angry. <laughs> she was kind of an angry t-shirt wearer. But we've all seen those bumper stickers. We've all seen those t-shirts. We have all, uh, uh, maybe even we have shared, uh, we might own some of those, or we have shared some Facebook memes where we have kind of shared that on Facebook as well, because we all know Jesus is the reason for the season, and we know that we're not supposed to take Christ out of Christmas. Now, I almost guarantee some of us have uh, maybe um, have used that phrase uh, at some point during, or at least at the very least, we have heard that phrase at some point during uh, November and December. Now, I, I, I'm making an assumption. It's quite possible that this evening, as we all gather here, that every single one of us have heard the Christmas story. This is not something that's new to us. We have heard it, and we've maybe grown up with it. Um, and I'm going to assume that, um, that you have some kind of connection with that Christmas story. Now, that may not be the case for every one of us here, but if that's not the case for you, then let me just let you know you are in a safe place. Um, we're not going to hammer you tonight. We're not going to hammer anybody tonight. We're just simply going to talk a little bit about this season that we're in. Um, so I'm glad that you're here. Now, we know that Christmas is really all about Jesus. And as we, if you're a follower of Jesus, it may be important to you that that you, that everyone that you know, that maybe you help them understand, this could be important to you. I'm not sure that you help them understand that Jesus is the reason for the season. Um, and that's kind of, in a, in a way, what we've been talking about for the past few weeks. Um, and our, the focus of the entire series has really been on uh, this whole concept. So let me recap for you very quickly. In week number one, we said that Christmas is for getting. And what do we get? Well, we get Jesus. That's what we get. We talked about that. So that is pretty awesome. That is pretty amazing. But not only that, we also said this in week number two, that Christmas is for giving. And with that, we said that as, as it relates to giving, we said, what is it that we get? Well, we, Jesus, uh, God, the Father, gave us this wonderful gift of Jesus. And so we think of that and we're like, oh my goodness, we didn't deserve it, but man, are we awesome or, or what for getting to, to receive that amazing gift? And if that wasn't enough, then, then in week number three, which was this past Sunday, we said that Christmas is also about forgetting. So it's through Jesus then that we're able to forget so much of those things that we have done. And so many of those things that we have said. 
We get to forget those because those things we talked about last uh, Sunday, those things that we get to forget happen because um, of what Jesus did for us on the cross. So we get to forget about some of those memories, that those snapshots that we have, that, that we continue to look back and remind ourselves about our past, about how horrible some of the things that we did or said, or maybe even things we just experienced. And so if those things can be forgotten because of what Jesus did for us, I would say that we are pretty special. But you know what? The more I think about this and the more I hear myself say these things out loud, man, I'm beginning to think to myself, this is a little conflicting here because we just said that Jesus is the reason for the season, that it's all about him, but man, you know what? I don't know about you, it it might just be me, but it feels like everything I've just talked about, it sounds like really it's not Jesus that Christmas is all about. If what I said is true, it sounds to me like, I mean, sure, yes, Jesus is the focus, but listen, hear hear me, don't don't throw anything at me. Um, It seems to me that maybe the things we just talked about and what I just said, it sounds more like Christmas is about me and you and us. I mean, it, it sounds like Christmas really is all about me and you. But that can't be true, can it? I mean, that can't be a reality, can it? I mean, our entire lives, if you grew up in church, I grew up, my parents taking me to church, and I, and I heard over and over again that Jesus, Jesus, He's the reason for the season. I mean, I've had the shirt, and I've shared the meme, and I've worn the button, and I've had a bumper sticker. I I mean, so something's not adding up. You know, something that we talk about all the time at both, where Cole is tonight, Stuttgart Harvest Church, and here at the Church of Malvern. And you may be tired of hearing about this, but it's just a reality, so we can't escape it. We talk about this all the time. The fact is that me, I'm broken. And you, you're broken too. And because we're broken, here's what happened. We all made a decision at some point in our lives to live our lives the way we want to instead of the way God planned for us to. That means this. We have rebelled in some way against God. And if you're like me, in many ways. So another way to word that is we have sinned. We've sinned against God. Now from the very beginning, all the way back at creation, God knew, he absolutely knew that we were going to break creation. He knew that. And so because he knew that, God had a plan before he ever created anything. He had a plan about how he was going to fix creation once we broke creation. And at the very center of that plan, it's illuminated by God's bright light. And it's why we're here tonight. It's this. Christmas is about forgiving. You see, Christmas at its core 
is about how God made a way for you and also for me, how he made a way for us to be forgiven. And so because of that, I think we really can say that Christmas is all about me. And it is all about you. Because we only have Christmas because we broke creation. And as we mentioned a moment ago, the truth is, in a place like this, on a night like this, I mean, you know, everyone here has possibly, many of us, have experienced that forgiveness of God. It's offered only through Jesus. And we have this question then. So if we have experienced that forgiveness, then what now? I mean, what, what happens next? If we are in a right standing with God because of what God did through Jesus, and you know, you know, we've chosen to say, hey, I'm going to be on team Jesus. It's me and Jesus and Jesus and me. What are the implications of that? What does it mean for me? What does it mean for you? What does it mean for us if we have been forgiven? And so, a self-professed, t-shirt-wearing, bumper-sticker-owning, decoration-using, Facebook-meme-sharing follower of Jesus, what does it mean for us to be forgiven? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let me give you some quick backstory because this story actually goes all the way back to creation, but then we can skip forward a little bit, several thousand years, and we can go to the life of this man named Abraham. And God gave him 4,000 years ago, God gave him uh, a promise. He gave him some information. And knowing that the world was broken and knowing that we were in desperate need of forgiveness, God made a promise to us, and that promise was going to culminate in him giving us, that's all of humanity, a way back into a relationship with God. And because he gave that to us, he made this promise. Here's part of that process, made this promise to Abraham, and I want to read that to you. Here's what he said. He said to Abraham, God said, I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. In other words, Abraham, the world is going to be a better place because of you, Abraham. That's a pretty important uh, thing that God said. In verse 3, he said this, I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will uh, curse. And all peoples on the earth. Now, we can emphasize that word all. He's saying, Abraham, absolutely everyone on the entire earth will be blessed through you. Abraham, the entire world is going to be blessed because of you. The entire world is going to be better off because of you. They will be blessed because of something that I, as God is talking to him, he says, I, God, am going to do through your family tree, Abraham. And about 2,000 years ago, in a small Judean town about 10 miles south of Jerusalem, God delivered on that promise to Abraham. And he And he did that through Jesus. Jesus is that blessing that he promised. And that promise to Abraham, which was fulfilled 2,000 years ago, it was uh, what we call today as Christmas, right? And so honestly, you probably knew that. That was not new information for you. Um, You are a smart bunch of people. Uh, We could have skipped all of that. 
but I wanted to say it. But since you already know that that promise to Abraham was fulfilled in Jesus, and it was fulfilled when Jesus came and when he died and when he was resurrected, just as God promised. And because you already knew that, that Christmas really is honestly about forgiving, as a Jesus follower, what would that mean to us? If you already knew that, then what's next? What role do we play? I mean, God promised that all the peoples of the earth were going to be better off because of Jesus. And I'm pretty sure that he fulfilled that, all right? But maybe, and then we could be reaching here, as Cole and I are teaching this, we could be reaching, but just maybe that same world should likewise be better off because of his followers. And you know, if you're a follower of Jesus, then that's you, and that's me. So here's the question for tonight. Are we a blessing? Is the world better off because of me? Is the world better off because of you? You know, it's a serious question for us. As t-shirt wearing, bumper sticker owning, Facebook meme sharing, as proud of as we are this time of year that Jesus is the reason for the season, as Christ followers, is the world better off because of you and because of me? Let's take a moment to reflect on that as we sing this song. On the night before the execution of Jesus, he celebrated his last Passover with his closest followers. And during that meal, way too much happened for us to talk about all of it, but, but around that meal, something very important happened. It's, it's as if Jesus gives his followers these last uh, marching orders before he goes on and fulfills his ultimate purpose of death. And to illustrate the significance and the importance of that, um, all four Gospels, the biographies of Jesus, they all mention this same thing. And something John specifically tells us in his biography, I want to read that. It's in John chapter 13, verse 34. And this is Jesus speaking. He says, so now I'm giving you a new commandment. So if this is new and it's coming from Jesus, we better pay attention. Here's what he says. Love each other just as I have loved you, so you should love each other. Now, that might have been not so clear at that moment, but this was going to become crystal clear in the next few days as they experience what Jesus experienced with his death and then his resurrection. And they're going to see exactly how Jesus chose to love them. And now to put the ice on this cake, Jesus says this in verse 35. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Wow. Just think about that. Jesus, he, he could have said absolutely anything he wanted to. I mean, I mean, he could have said, listen, disciples, I want you to study and study and study. And I want you to memorize the Sermon on the Mount. I want you to study the Torah. Do everything that you possibly can to be the most well-informed follower of mine that you can possibly be. And by that, 
by your study, by your knowledge, you will prove to the world that you are my follower and the world will be blessed. He could have said that, but he didn't. He could have said, listen, disciples, I want you to boycott every store and protest every organization anytime someone does anything contrary to my teaching. I want you to cancel them and cancel their message. Anyone who says anything opposite of my scripture. And if you do that, then the world will know that you're my follower. Again, he could have said that, but he didn't. He didn't give them a long list of rules to follow. He didn't ask them to come to his defense anytime someone uh, stepped over the line. Nope, nope, he didn't say any of that. Here's what he did. He asked them to love. And then he added that icing. He ratcheted up the tension because he added, and by this, the world will know that you are my follower. Man, it's getting hot in here to me, (laughs) and it may not be just the temperature of the room. So here's a question. Does the world know that you're a follower of Jesus if you are? Does that lady at the cash register know? And you're like, well, I shop at Walmart. I'm that lady at the cash register. (laughs) Does that guy at your work know? Students, teachers, no. Do your friends on the playground, no. Do the people you live around and work around, do they know who you follow? And it's not because of a catchphrase. It's not because you have something on a t-shirt. It's not because of the pictures you have hanging on a wall uh, that we bring down out of the attic for Christmas time. It's not for any of those reasons. It's not even because we shared a meme on Facebook or on Instagram. Does the world know that you're a follower of Jesus because of the way you love? Does the world know that you're a follower of Jesus because you forgive unconditionally? You forgive the way he has forgiven you. You love the way he has loved you. So tonight, before all of us head out into the rest of this weekend where we're going to celebrate the wonderful things of Christmas, we're going to leave you with a gift. Vanessa and I sent, uh, spent a few hours, what it seemed like, making a Christmas ornament for you. And Vanessa and I and Bryce and Lisa are going to help us. We want to put a little Christmas ornament in your hand before you leave tonight. And it is just simply to remind you that Christmas really is about forgiving. What he has done for us to forgive us. And how he has asked us to then unconditionally go out into the world and love others, even to the point of forgiveness. Because after all, Christmas is about forgiveness. We hope that that's going to remind you as you hang that on your tree. Because it's the gift of Jesus 
and his death and his resurrection that we can experience forgiveness. And if you only take one thing from this evening, we want you to take this, this question. We can show the world that we're a follower of Jesus by how we love. Merry Christmas. Let's sing this together. God, thank you for this night. Thank you for what you have done for us. We are so grateful. Christmas is about forgiving. Thank you for what you did for us on the cross. Thank you for walking out of that tomb alive. And thank you that your spirit points us and directs us to the work of you on the cross, Jesus, and and you walking out of that tomb so that we can connect our lives to you. Thank you that you call us, and I pray that we respond. In the name of Jesus, our Savior, we say thank you. Amen.